Datuk Fong Wei Kong, yep. Chief Executive, Founder of the uh, main market-bound uh, company GF Technology Berhad, one of the fastest rising uh, electronics companies in, in Malaysia, Bursa Malaysia. Really well done, congratulations. Um, let's talk about you. How did you start? Where are you from? Tell me about yourself. Okay, I was born in Johor, uh, raised here in PJ. And um, uh, well, born poor, uh, that's something that I cannot choose, uh, finally. But it's all blessing in disguise. Uh. So born poor and very hungry to learn more and very desperate for results and all that. Uh. So all these uh, good things, uh, all these uh, living skills that have polished me. Uh. I started my career in the FNG, uh, this uh, book industry. And from there, I moved on to the chemical industry whereby we sell glue. La. I'm a sticky guy, la. glue. Glue for woodworking, for cigarettes, for bookbinding, for labeling, anything to stick together. Uh, we have solutions for it, la, you know. So that's how I start. Uh, it wasn't easy. Yeah. I was just very low esteem, very low confidence because from five, you know, colleagues are all graduates and all that, right? I almost get sacked because I'm not a graduate. La. My boss say, your performance is just so-so, you know, if you mark up, you have to go. But then, uh, you know, uh, our company was acquired by an, an American company. They sent someone over, a guru. Yeah, I was honored to take him around and see how he does his job. The rest is history. From the same guy who wanted to remove me as a sales guy, promote me to be country manager for Indonesia later on. So uh, I learned the uh, art of selling, uh, you know, uh, that's value selling, yeah, that's important. So today I'm preaching what is value selling and all that. Uh. So all this um, uh, journey has been very good for me, a lot of learning along the way and also uh, helped me to, to express myself, uh, what is actually inside me. There's a lot more. So I'm the CEO right now, uh, Chief Exploration Officer, you know, to explore new things, you know, uh, compare, I mean, from what we have, this financial onwards, uh, we have many engines of growth. Uh, from one, now we have five more, so we have six engines of growth. A uh, very exciting time for us. Uh. Okay, tell me about this guru that you uh, experienced when this guy was brought over from America. Yeah. What did he teach you that was so transformational? A uh, very systematic way of uh, selling. Yeah. So I was taught and still very, uh, I remember the step by step, how it's done, you know, RSVP. You know, so simple as that. R stands for result, S stands for source, V is verification, P is uh, persuasion. Just a joke, like, you know. Just say, okay, you're a pretty girl, you know. I say, I approach you, I say with the result first, do you like to have a very comfortable life? As a girl, I say, yeah, comfortable means good, like, huh? how do I know you are? Huh? So the source is, look, I am a multi-millionaire, that's it. Huh? So if you marry to me, huh, you don't have to work so hard, right? You can have a comfortable home and car side. You know? yeah. so how do I know? Look, this is my bank account. So I have to verify. Verify that is everything. So in the end, you have to stay quiet and say, are you okay with it? I see. So it's a very straightforward step-by-step, -step, you know, uh, training to, to sell the value to the customer. Uh, this is something that I pick up and I see it's so easy. And then I expanded from the product line that we have. Whenever we have a new product, we always ask for what is the RSVP? What is it in for the customer? Always, always. Always, you know, how do I, how do they know that it will be, you know, will be able to deliver? So all this step-by-step step is key importance. So how does the son of a tailor, yeah. born PhD, right, go from a guy that's almost sacked by his boss to becoming promoted to country manager 
and then to start JF Tech. Tell me about that transition. All these are actually God's blessing, I would say. And also, um, after I left the chemical industry, you know, uh, back in 1997, 98 period, there was the uh, ASEAN car financial crisis. I, you know, I took a, a leap of faith. I went into business by failure. Uh, 97, you know. 98 uh, struggle for a year. All this is also, I think, part of God's work. Lah. You know, he, he actually diverted me and gave me a new direction, a new business. I went to venture into uh, semiconductor without any experience, you know. Yeah, because but because of my, yeah, because my background in technical, uh, uh, technical background, the way I look at things, the way, you know, it's done systematically, so it makes it easier for me. Uh, to, to, to understand and later on to find a solution and then after that deliver the solutions. So that is very important. So all this training actually uh, has been good and all these things that happened to me is part and parcel of God's bigger plan for me. You know? So I did, you know, 180 degrees different from a chemical to a semicon. But today, uh, at least I can probably say that I have created a, a one industry that is not so much uh, available then in Malaysia today. We are one of the top players in this area. Okay, so I want to take a little bit of a uh, detour, okay? Because a lot of people talk about success business, they talk about the education, the hard work and all that. But you've talked about the power of faith. And you've now, in the last five minutes, you raised it two or three times already. So tell me about the use of faith and the value of faith in building a business and success. You know, because due to lack of uh, knowledge in this field, uh, education in this field, you know, so I'm also very blessed uh, that I've been uh, able to meet so many good people, so many people have contributed uh, ideas and how to overcome this and that. You know, when you set up something, you know, you follow your dreams and follow your plans and then you hit the wall, so you have to find ways to climb over the wall or walk over the wall. Somehow, you know, uh, I don't stop thinking. Uh, it's, it's part of me, you know, to find solutions that, you know, currently, what are the issues I'm facing. And the best time also, whenever I take my shower, ideas just come. Many people have different time for ideas to come in. For me, it's taking my shower. shower yeah. You know, oh, I can do this, I can do that, you know. And when, I, oh, when I'm traveling, you know, I will come back with a list of ideas that I can improve. Opportunity for improvement. So this is very important. Keep improving. Uh, uh, the operation, the business. So this helps a lot. Right? So being this process-driven person, uh, yeah. uh, your success factors, yeah. I'm sure you got many. And I know you're a follower of Jack Welch. Jack Welch, the, the legendary uh, CEO of General Electric back in the day, right? right. Ta -ta talk to me about your success factors. I think when I was younger, I, even now probably I still have the energy. Right, you know, uh, Energy is the 4 e one key that is our Jack Wells, very important 4 e one key. The first E is energy. You have to have energy to do uh, the task that, that is uh, for you. And um, you have the energy, but you must be able to energize people, you know. A lot of people have a lot of energy, but they are very negative, you know. So I think I am quite a positive person, right? So uh, probably the way I handle myself and my staff, my colleagues, uh, my associates, uh, I think I'm able to energize them, yeah. So thirdly is the age, uh, age uh, I think I, have, I do have a bit of age here. Of course, it's been compounded and multiplied by so many friends who have ideas and all that. Uh, so pick up from there, you know, so. 
the age is good. I think uh, come to the last E is execution. Uh. So there's a four E. La. The one P is I'm still very passionate la, in, in this business, you know, so that's important. The success factor also has to do with um, uh, these three very important key uh, 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 things must be there. La. First, you must have the attitude. Yeah, attitude is uh, determined your attitude, people say, you know, attitude is important. So uh, attitude multiplied by your effort. You have to be hardworking. You know? no, no, uh, no two ways around that. No, for sure. no two yeah. ways around that. Yeah. And then, you know, you have to be having, the put in a lot of effort. La. Lastly is, uh, you know, your ability. La. Let's say, for example, let's take for example, if you're a really very smart guy, yeah, you, you have straight A's and all that, that gives you 8 out of 10 points. La. But you are lazy, you know. So you're lazy, you give you 2 points. So 8 times 2, 16. But attitude is so poor, give you 2 again. So you become 32. But for me, I lack the ability part. My attitude is strong, 8. And then I put on hard work there, 8 again. So 8 times 64. And then the other one, maybe two or three. In the end, my numbers are bigger. So my chances of success is it actually is higher. So attitude, hard work, is very important besides I mean, your ability. Yeah. So this is the formula. What about, what about the value of the ecosystem? Like for example, the, your peer network in Vistage, and what can you tell me about that? How, how, how valuable or invaluable has that been? Oh, Vistage has actually uh, actually uh, elevated me to the next uh, level because I'm sharing uh, we are confrontational uh, you know we care and then we confront you know uh, uh, the brutal facts are there uh, they have given a lot of uh, great ideas by sharing you know when we do our sharing session you know uh, significant events you know what is affecting them may also affect me so with this session I pick up a lot of things uh, so prepare myself, uh, you know, for the next 30 days, you know, until we meet again. All these are very key importance to, you know, uh, to sustaining my business or taking advantage of what is the uh, opportunities there and how to, how to avoid uh, pitfalls and all that. Right? You know, so that, that, that research has done very well for me. Yeah, so I think I have grown as a person, personally as well as professionally. Yeah, those peer comparisons, those, uh, those collective decision-making, right? That's, that's quite important. Um, what are some of the issues that you know, face uh, top CEOs today? Uh, of course, if you do business at a global level, it's things like um, you know, pot potential recession in America. Yeah. You've got your Russia-Ukraine thing going on, yeah. some geopolitical issues. You know, what kind of things keep you up at night? Uh, actually, I sleep very well. I sleep very well. Uh, I, I, I enjoy sports and, and that sport helped me to uh, release tensions and all that, right? I, I, so I find it in, incredible that uh, someone who runs a, a listed company yeah. in a competitive industry like semiconductors right. yeah. doesn't sleep, well, sleeps well at night, yeah. like, shall we yeah. say. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you manage stress? I, I have many colleagues that has 4E1P, you know, that is key importance. Uh, I'm, I'm a reader of many good business uh, guru books and all that, like, for example. Uh, Tom Peter 7S. That is a very good tool for me to set the shared vision with my people. Who we want to become, right? That is important, you know. So the shared vision, the 7S I talk about 7S. First S is shared vision. The second S is that after you have this shared vision, what is your strategy to achieve your shared vision? That is something that is uh, very important. Uh, second S is uh, strategy. Third S is how do I structure up to support my strategy? 
so that I can reach my vision. That is uh, equally important. That is a hard as now. After the um, structure, then system. What system in place to ensure that you have this and that uh, to support your vision. Then the soft part come into uh, the style. That means the culture of the people, my management's culture, my people's culture, style of that. So from there, then we move on to uh, staff. How many competent staff do I have? How to move them from here to there? And also that when they are more productive, when they are more capable, capable uh, our company is going to be more productive. Uh, then we become a, a more competitive, uh, having more competitive advantage against uh, our... The lastly is their skills, you know, where are the gaps in the, in the, the, the skill set. So, we, we, you know, we will train them up so that they can do their job better. Yeah, so quite a hard management style approach to business and, and you know, managing of people, right, Dato? Is it easy to motivate people? Because you can only have this amount of rules, right, in, in place, but then you've got to make sure that your staff are on board, they've got to execute, you know, they may not have such a process-oriented approach like you. And you know, Malaysians sometimes, you know, they may not work as hard, or sometimes motivation is an issue, sometimes they want more money, very competitive, the talent war, right, all these things. How do you pass on these principles to your people? Just like another business guru, yeah, uh, uh, Jim Collin, uh, books on good to great yeah, companies, has this, you know, disciplined people, you know, meaning that uh, how many competent level five leaders you have in the company. Uh, second one, you know, uh, when you recruit, first who then what, you know, so you recruit the right people with the right culture first. Then you place in the right seat, you know, for them. Right? So that's important. Um, when you have a disciplined people, and when they have a disciplined thought, yeah, meaning that they are looking at brutal things. I mean, you know, that is all the uh, challenges. You know, uh, they're facing the business, be it product, be it process, be it manufacturing, be it uh, uh, things like that. When you have a people with the, you know, uh, disciplined thoughts, they will find solution. You know, they themselves are also energized. I say, I have many 4E1P leaders with me. These people, were they trained to become 4E1P or were they already uh, 4E1P? We, we, we shared uh, quite frequently, you know, this subject so that people pick up, oh, okay, so it's always reminded, uh, you know. So with disciplined people, come with disciplined thoughts, what are we good at and all that, you know, look at continuous improvement as a competitive advantage, you know, so we still manage to lock in many uh, office uh, opportunities for improvement uh, and get implemented and all that. Lastly is, uh, you know, uh, when you have a disciplined people, different thoughts, disciplined thoughts, and then lastly, disciplined actions. Uh, uh, I mean, the culture of discipline is important and also technology accelerator put in place. So good to great companies, uh, these are the gurus that have studied many companies that are successful, you know. So I'm a reader and I find that this is very workable, you know. So copy and paste, uh, it works. It proves to say that it works, yeah. So now, uh, JF Tech, of course JF Tech, just as with other semiconductor companies, they've kind of like been hit by the, you know, by the big issues in America, right? But until late last year, you were one of the fast-rising stars on Bursa Malaysia. You now have six, six, five yes, six. new growth engines. Five new plus one. Uh, plus one existing. So tell me about the business. As I said, I'm a CEO, Chief Exploration. Yeah. As of last financial year, we only have one uh, growth engine, which is our traditional Tesla. From there, we have now another three uh, that is running right now. The second one is China. 
invited to to put up a facility in China in Kunshan. Uh, the, the facility is running, but uh, it has gone through some challenges. Yeah, uh, but I, I I'm, I'm sure uh, looking at the situation, we will bounce back. Recent lockdown in China, yeah, affected delivery. Luckily, we are able to make here and send over to China to help, uh, you know, uh, supply to some of our customers. You know, um, like any new startup, like, oh, I, I think uh, our China facility is running very well with a good partner, uh, uh, like Huawei. Yeah, Huawei is our partner in 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 China. They are the leader in 5G, you know. So 5G is the game-changing technology, is the future, but it's not fully proliferated all over the place yet. Yeah. So in China, it's so advanced. In Korea, so advanced. But Malaysia, we are still not into it yet, as well as many other countries. So China, uh, we are running. Yeah, I think uh, uh, soon we will turn it around. And then we have GF Tencent, you know, another value-added uh, 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 business that we have. Um, we are running and today uh, I'm very happy to see that uh, we are turning uh, the business into, into uh, profit. Uh, uh, you know, I see profit now. You know, there's a lot of investment in people, in hardware, you know, and uh, we have very passionate uh, leaders in, in this business. So what does it take to become a partner of one of the biggest companies in China? Huawei. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, not just anybody can become partner, right? Right. right. So what does it take? Uh, we, I think we earn the rights to advance with uh, such a company, uh, you know. Uh, firstly, we are just as passionate as what our partners are. Secondly, I think, uh, uh, as I said, when we have a disciplined people and with disciplined thoughts, uh, with 4E1P, you know, we come up with products that adds profit to our customer, means it performs so well. And also, in order for us to survive and move on, we have to make sure that our customer make, make, make more profit or else why should they buy a product? So we design our product to, to outperform what's there in the marketplace and also help our customer make more money like, and more profit. Um, also because of this, uh, JF, I think in, in Malaysia, we are one of the top IP owners. Uh, to date, we have 73 patents uh, found, uh, about 38, and now I think about 38 granted. Uh, so making us one of the top IP owners in Malaysia. Tell me about doing business in China. Is it as challenging as the Western media would have us believe? Uh, honestly, 10 years ago, you asked me this question, you asked me, now it's totally different altogether. I really respect the Chinese government effort in protecting uh, intellectual properties. You know? So they want to be recognized as uh, innovator rather than uh, copycats. You know? So there are many provincial, uh, provincial courts that you know, are set up just to protect intellectual properties. You know. So far, our presence there, I, I feel that uh, uh, they have uh, actually given me more you know, uh, confidence uh, that you know, these copycat things are the past. Like. Is there a different way to do business in China than to do business with the Americans or the Europeans? Is there a different style? Is there a different approach? Is there a different set of rules, do you think? Yes, it's, it's definitely a different set of rules required. They want it every time yesterday. This is the speed, you know. So our experience in China is that, you know, everything has to be speed. Communication has to be better, has to be engaging and all that. They want it very fast. So there's reason why we set it up in China so that we also can, uh, you know, uh, uh, serve them well, fast enough. 
and also China is so uh, so exciting because they put in so much uh, investment into the high uh, high tech space 1.4 trillion you know China import semiconductor more than they import oil right so this is one areas that China is way ahead in many uh, many countries investment in high tech so we are we are there to tap on the opportunity yeah, for us to further grow ourselves right? but it's totally different different requirement that the, 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 the other countries like US and Europe, they are a little bit more uh, of forgiving time timeline, but not the Chinese. So obviously America doesn't like China coming because America has been number one for so long. And then they now see China so aggressive, so hardworking, 1.4 billion people, very rich and very fast, right? Will, will we see this conflict between America and China come to an, an undesirable outcome? Because we are in, you know, we're here, right? And America wants to be here, China wants to be here. Do we have to make a choice? I mean, because we're trying to do business, right? We do, we do business with America, we do business with China, right? Will we have to make a choice one day? Because, you know, you have experience with both, yeah. right? Yeah. We hope that they won't come, but then they, hard to say, but then uh, we, we have to face it when it comes along. But of course, we have to plan. Uh, and the, uh, that part of the world, we have a different strategy, a different approach in China, we have a different approach and all that. Yeah. You know, we have to for now. Just like uh, those days, uh, VHS versus Peter Pan, uh, all that, you know. So two systems, right? Two systems. But until they, they realize that they, they need to coexist, then, then, you know, things are different. Right? Yeah, so it's a very uncertain world now, you know. You call it COVID, then now we got no COVID. Then now we got the war on, yeah. war on what's next, right? This, this whole tech. Yeah, it's a Wuka, Wuka world. Right? Yeah, so, so if you were to give advice to entrepreneurs now, lah, huh, who are starting out, started businesses, they're managing businesses, high growth, but they look around, wow, so many issues. At home, there's issues. Globally, there's issues. What's your advice to them? Follow your dreams. Uh, look for gaps. Uh, look for customer satisfaction. Uh, uh, this is the basic, right, you know. What happened to the world? Of course, you couldn't eye there. You know, if you are young, you start up, you don't worry about it because you know you, you have so much room to grow. You know, so you just focus on your business, do better than your competition, continuous improvement. You know, this is the basic of uh, business. Right? You know, make sure that uh, your service level is good, your product perform, you're helping customer make more profit. I think you will survive a long time. <laughs> so the same staple principles, lah, right? Yeah. Don't care too much about all these issues yeah. which you cannot control. Yeah, Just sure. control what's within your control. Sure. So what does JF Tech look like in five, ten years time? Where are you uh, going to be in five or ten years? Yeah, I would like to see the company as uh, one of the top high-tech company in Malaysia. Yeah, uh, simply because uh, our product is still our industry is still in the sunrise, you know, because of the 5G. You know, 5G gives rise to so many new things. Uh, for example, uh, if you have 5G here already, all the phone need to change. Worldwide, you have to change. You know, billions of units of phone need to change. And then you have the AI. Everybody need to change. And then your house need IoT. You need to change this state so that you can use it. So imagine all this, you know, development comes in when the 5G comes in. Billions and billions of IC devices need to be produced because it will, you know, enhance people's life. You know, so you want to go to construction site, you don't need to go anymore. The robot will work for you. And also, JF, I think, uh, in, in our business, I think JF has uh, 
a great potential for uh, to ride with uh, with uh, you know the, the time uh, the, it's sunrise now yeah.